Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. I am head coach Lindsay, recording from the US, the opposite side of the world of where Travis is. Uh, But look, I have Fitness Genie merch. I'm so excited. I just got my my Fitness Genie merch delivered yesterday, although it shipped all the way from Travis's domicile. It was very exciting. Um, yeah, so pretty soon I'll be uh, in the TikTok videos, maybe wearing the same polo that Travis does, or maybe not. I don't know. I haven't tried the polo on, but it looks pretty big. So I don't know how good it would look as a crop top. If you know me, you know I love crop tops. So what I wanted to talk about today was your legacy. What do I mean by that? Is how how you frame your nutrition and fitness goals around the legacy that you want to leave behind. And I got this idea from Travis's episode about when and if you should ever tell your partner to lose weight. If you have not listened to that episode, please go back right now and listen to it. It is a banger. It is a, it's about an hour. It is worth every minute. Please go listen to it. It's great. Um, so I was inspired by that to talk about how your health and fitness goals don't just impact you and how repairing your relationship with food and exercise can really, you know, leave behind an amazing legacy and really break a lot of cycles because I'm going to frame this mostly around being a parent Um, However, if you do not have human offspring, uh, this absolutely still applies to you because even if you don't have human offspring that you raise and keep alive, um, you surely have some sort of sphere of influence, right? You have friends, hopefully you have coworkers. Basically, you have people that you care about who do watch you and are influenced positively or negatively by some of the things that you do. And so I think I've said it before, 
sometimes it's hard to know what I've talked about in a TikTok or in a podcast. So I've talked before about how so many of our clients, when we really get to the nitty gritty of when their, you know, negative thought patterns and, and negative relationship with food and exercise, when did it start? It almost always started when they were a kid. And it was always adults in their life that they learned to talk about food and think about food and eat certain foods based on what the other adults in their life were doing. Usually it was someone's mom, but sometimes it could be a sister, a teacher. Um, I'm sure there are male influences who can, I mean, definitely talking about fitness. I mean, how are we <laughs> put a finger down if you've been like emotionally traumatized by like a male gym teacher at school? Um, I'm just going to put all my fingers down because fuck all that noise. Um, <laughs> I don't know how gym classes or PE, physical education, I don't know what they call it around the world. I don't know how that is around the world. In America, it is awful. I literally one time like took a test on like the rules of volleyball. And I'm like, why is this important to my education? Like, why don't I learn important things like how to squat or how to like lift weights? No, the gym class was like, we're going to make you play volleyball and take a test on the rules of volleyball. I don't know. I still to this day don't know shit about volleyball, nor have I ever in my adult life ever needed to know jack shit about volleyball. Volleyball is great. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying learning the rules of volleyball has had no impact on my life as opposed to lifting has. So I digress as usual. So where was I going with this? Yes. So working on your thought patterns and your habits around your nutrition, whether or not you're trying to lose weight or not, that's up to you. If you don't want to lose body fat. Okay, cool. But how you talk about food, the food choices you make, your eating habits, absolutely 100% directly influence the people around you, specifically if you're raising kids. Because think about, okay, so I mean, we all at this point know repairing a relationship with food is, is not only good for your health, like your physical health, it's great for your mental health, your emotional health, I mean, just everything. Not feeling stressed about having some chocolate, prioritizing nutrient-dense foods, right? We can all agree that it's great for you, but it's also fucking awesome for your kids, for your kids to see you do that and to see you do it without like the shitty language that we usually hear with that. Like, oh no, mommy can't have that cookie because cookies are bad. Oh, well, mommy can't have that piece of birthday cake, you know, even though it's your birthday because mommy doesn't want to get fat. Or, you know, I had a client who had said that she witnessed someone in her life on a regular basis, like take a bite of a cookie just to get the taste of it, chew it up for a long time and then spit it out in the sink. So they wouldn't ingest the calories from that cookie because cookies quote unquote, make you fat unquote. Like that's fucked y'all. Like this is the kind of shit that our kids are seeing. They're seeing us skipping meals, and drinking a shake. I mean, if you want to drink a shake, fucking drink a shake, whatever. But if you're doing it, you know, you know what I'm talking about, the fucking drink these three shakes and you'll lose all this weight. Well, yeah, because you're fucking starving yourself, you know. 
it's one thing if like on a regular basis, yeah, your kids see you not eat the food that you prepared, but you're telling them to eat and you're sucking down some fucking Soylent Green bullshit pyramid scheme weight loss shake and saying like, oh, well, mommy wants or I, I need to lose weight or I want to be healthy. So I'm going to not eat dinner and drink this shake. What are you doing? You're preparing the next generation of participants in the bullshit diet culture. That's all you're doing. You're just perpetuating the same shit that was perpetuated to you that made you miserable. And now you're setting your kids up to be just as miserable as you. And if you've done some of that, I know I have, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Give yourself some grace. You didn't know. Like my kids saw me go through all kinds of crazy shit. Are you kidding me? Like, oh my God. Like I said, I was, if you're new here, I was like keto for two years, did intermittent fasting, did one meal a day for a while. Cause it was like optimal, you know, you eat like in a fucking four hour window. So they saw me eat nothing except like drinking coffee and water all day until like four or five o'clock. And then I'd eat one giant ass meal. And pizza and movie night with the kids. I didn't fucking eat pizza with them. I was eating a fucking steak and broccoli or some shit. I mean, listen, steak and broccoli are the bomb. I will eat that any day of the week. But I also eat pizza now if I want pizza. And that's okay. So think about it this way. If you're not motivated enough for you, be motivated for them. Because... Even if you have an awesome relationship with food and you are modeling all of the healthiest, both mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy food behaviors, think about all the bullshit they're, they're hearing in the in fucking everywhere else. Like I said, my fourth grader came home, this was a few months ago, and normally Friday nights we do like pizza and movie nights, like I'll order in some pizza um, and we'll watch a movie as a family together. It's like our weekly bonding thing. And also because we're just tired and Friday night we're like let's just fucking get pizza um and my my fourth grader is like well mom I don't want pizza tonight I'm like oh okay bud like what else do you want does something else sound good because I'm I'm just not cooking on Friday night and he's like well no because pizza is bad for you I'm not gonna like immediately jump down his throat I'm like okay like why what makes you say that and he says well, my teacher today said that pizza is really unhealthy for you. And every time you eat pizza, it takes five minutes off your life. So I don't want to eat something that's going to make me die sooner. What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Like he's nine. <laughs> when you're nine years old, you should not have to worry about death. You know, from eating two pieces of cheese pizza once a week with your family. Jesus Christ. Oh, I was so pissed. So I had to take a couple deep breaths. And then I was like, okay, bud, like, let's just break down. Like, I wanted to be like, listen, I don't know who told you that, but they're, they don't know what they're fucking talking about. That's what I wanted to say. But I'm like, no, you know what? Let's be, let's be kind. It sucks trying to be a nice person sometimes. <laughs> Ugh, it's the worst. Um, not that I'm good at it. I fail all the time. Um, but I was like, okay, well, let's break this down. Like what is pizza made out of? And I, and we talked about it and we figured out that it's just flour and yeast and whatever. We worked on the ind individual ingredients. We're basically, okay, it's bread, it's tomatoes, 
and spices, a little bit of oil and cheese. None of those things separately are unhealthy. And so together they're not unhealthy. They're just calorie dense. So we don't eat tons of it and we don't eat it every day. So it's okay. You know, and with those sorts of conversations, and I'm sure we could together, we could think of a million examples of that. And this would be like a five hour long podcast, but I will spare you, you know, it's things like that, because honestly, if you talked to me four years ago, I might've been like, yeah, buddy, pizza is bad for you here. Have a fucking steak and broccoli, uh, jokes on, uh, him though, my nine-year-old does love steak. Um, I've created a monster. Like when I was keto and I would eat steak all the time. Um, I got my kids to eat steak. So now they love steak. I've created three steak-loving monsters. And steak is expensive. So I really, really didn't think that one through. Hey everybody, quickly jumping in to remind you that the 26th of September is just around the corner. And I know you're thinking, Travis, why in the hell does that date matter? Well, I'm going to tell you. Because if you're considering signing up for any of the three-month options of Mindset Coaching or just any program that has a three-month option, really, that is the last date that you can sign up with us to finish before Christmas. I know, the year is just absolutely flying by. The Fitness Genie as a whole is going to be shutting down from the 23rd of December through to the 9th of January so that everyone can have a well-deserved break and not have to mentally worry about doing anything during that time. We can just reset, refresh, and come back as the coaches and the team that you know and love. If you do happen to sign up for a coaching program that goes through those dates, however, all we do is put the program on pause and add those three weeks onto the end of your coaching program. If you're even somewhat interested, reach out via the website now so you can jump on a call with one of the coaches. Lindsay has been absolutely crushing it and the feedback we're receiving from her clients, I couldn't have asked for anything more from a coach. Her books are filling up quickly and I know for a fact that she won't be onboarding clients between the 26th of September and the 9th of January. So make sure you get in quick before all of her spots are gone. Laura, the newest addition to Team Fitness Genie, but has already separated herself from the pack. Shit, even even I'm learning things from her. The results that Laura is going to produce for her clients is going to be some next level shit. She also has an introduction offer running at the time of this recording for the first 10 clients to sign up with her, receive 15% off. So make sure you reach out and get in before the prices go back up so that you can change your life and to be completely honest, save some money for Christmas presents. So if you are interested, let us know. Check out our website, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or the link in our Instagram bio to apply for coaching or for more information. But for now, back to the episode. So yeah, so we could think of a million reasons or a million examples, but hopefully you get the idea with that, that Oh yeah. Because yeah, four years ago. Oh yeah. I, yeah. So I've, they've probably seen me do a lot of shit, say a lot of shit and I'm working on repairing that. And so far I feel like we're doing great. Cause even my, my four, almost five year old, like, like with vegetables, I tell them, I don't force them to eat vegetables, but I'm like, okay, I get it. You don't want to eat any fruits or vegetables today, but fruits and vegetables do help us feel good. They help us grow big and strong. And they help us poop. All good things. So even if they're not your favorite, and it's okay if they're not your favorite, we eat them because they ultimately make us feel better. And we deserve to feel good. And so my kids will. I mean, not only my 13-year-old. You can't really force a 13-year-old to do anything. But at least my, my preschooler and my fourth grader will at least begrudgingly take a few bites of vegetables if they're not feeling it. 
because they're like, okay, okay. I don't want to be constipated, so I'll take a few bites of whatever. I don't force them to. I'm like, all right, I mean, if you want to be constipated, okay. That doesn't sound fun to me, but that's your choice. And then I move on, I drop it. And what do they do? By the end of the meal, they've eaten at least a few bites. Or they've been like, hey, you know what? I don't want broccoli. Can I have some raspberries instead? Raspberries have tons of fiber. They also help you poop. Um, <laughs> we've, we're, just, we're just covering all sorts of topics today. We've gotten on to poop. Um, so yeah, so I'm not saying you have to hire me or Travis or Laura, but just doing that inner reflection. I mean, great. If you want to hire us, great. Like we're here for you. You know that. I don't have to fucking sell anything to you on this podcast. You, if you're listening, you know, you already know. Um, but even if you don't work with a coach, just take, try doing your best to be more intentional with your habits. Again, impacts how your kids will handle their relationship with food and exercise and will thus affect the legacy that you leave behind. Because also the more they experience the world and all the bullshit they're going to hear about foods that are good and bad and, you know, the latest weird fuckery diet, you know, I'm sure they'll, there'll be something new coming eventually, you know, <laughs> this is just all fuck that they'll be able to be like, oh yeah, like they're not going to fall prey to it. It's just they're going to be like, no, nope, that's bullshit. That's stupid. You know, or when they hang out with their friends and their friends are like, oh yeah, I don't want to, I can't eat cookies. I don't want to get fat. They'll be like. Cookies don't make you fat. Cookies aren't bad. Have a cookie. Chill out. You know, they will then possibly be a positive influence on their friends and their loved ones. And then you've just created this whole fucking chain reaction of good. Like, who doesn't want that? Like, the fucking ripple effect. Like, oh my gosh. And then also with exercise, too. Like, framing exercise. Like, hearing kids say you stuff like, I hear you say stuff like, oh, I have to get a gym membership because I'm fat and I need to lose weight and this and that. Then what does that tell them? That going to the gym is a punishment, that exercise is torture, and that moving your body is just for people who want to lose weight, that want to lose fat, that want to look a certain way. Well, that's not true at all. At all. Like, you already know hopefully if you've been hanging out long enough, you know all of the benefits of exercise. And yes, you could get real nerdy with it. Like Travis and Laura and I like to get real nerdy with it. And you know, you could get as nerdy or as unnerdy as you want. You know, you're all of the data and studies show that, that you know, the, the oh, this is, oh, this is great. <laughs> you can tell it's the end of the day for me. So I'm like, ugh, losing the ability to talk. You know, we all know that the more you're able to move your body and exercise, whatever that looks like for you, it's all of the correlations with better quality of life, you know, not only quality, but longevity of life. I mean, it's, it's fucking good for you. Okay. Can we all just agree whether or not you're losing fat or not? And you don't have to lift weights. I mean, we all like lifting weights, but you don't have to feel fucking like it. Don't do it. Do yoga, Zumba, uh, rollerblading, I don't care, hiking, wa just walking, swimming, whatever you want and doing it because it makes you feel good, you know, and hearing your kids say, oh man, I really, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm just looking forward to being able to go for a walk 
after dinner or, oh, you know what? Uh, I was feeling stressed or, hey, I'm feeling stressed out a little bit. I'm going to go, I'm going to go for a nice little walk and I'll be back in 20 minutes. For them to see that exercise is a great stress relief. It's good for your mental health, your emotional health. You know, the I'm going on a stupid mental health walk for my stupid mental health. That's okay. You know, to show like, yeah, like exercise isn't just for sports or weight loss. It's also just part of being a person and having habits to make you into a healthier person that's going to have a longer, better life. So, yeah. And so, and I feel like me personally, I, I feel like I've done a good job of that because I know at this point, um, what I love is especially my youngest, <laughs> my two older kids are getting, they're nine and 13. So at this point they like, don't care. They don't like me anymore. <laughs> but my youngest is like, if she sees any sort of woman exercising or anybody that looks like a mom and they're exercising, um, even if we're just driving down the street and we see someone running, she'll be like, oh, look, mommy, that person's running so they can be stronger. Oh, wow, look how fast that person is. That's awesome. Do you run fast like that, mommy? Or if we're watching a movie or in one of her cartoons, someone's lifting weights or someone's strong, she'll be like, mommy, look, they're strong like you. Oh, look, they go to the gym like you. And it's like, yeah. You know, and sometimes she says, like, what do you do at the gym? And I'm like, oh, I just do fun stuff. I do stuff that I think is fun. And she's like, oh, cool. You know, and so she hopefully, and I, I say the same thing to my two older kids, but God knows if they actually hear me or not. They probably, they probably don't even care. <laughs> but also they seem, if they just absorb it, right? Hopefully they don't respond, but they hear it. Um, that's the hope, right? But so, yeah, like, so it's not, it's not just about you. It's not just about taking care of yourself. Like Travis said, it's not just about taking care of yourself so you can better take care of the people you care about. It's also, again, those long-term impacts, your legacy, how people are going to look back and, and think about you. Are they going to look back and, and think, wow, you know what? My parent just set an awesome example for me and oh, what, you know, never like, you know, they didn't give me a weird relationship with food. What a gift you could give them or, Hey, you know what? My, my parent always told me how much fun they had at the gym and how much they looked forward to going to the gym or going outside for a walk or doing yoga at home, whatever you like to do. It doesn't have to be going to a physical gym. You know what I mean? But, oh yeah, that, that my, my parent prioritized exercise because that was time for them and it was a positive, fun thing for them. And yeah, what a gift. So I hope any of this made sense. <laughs> Uh, I know Travis and Laura and I, we do our best. So I would love to know your thoughts in the comments. So please leave them below. Um, let me know. Am I totally off? Do you think that oh, my kids, you can hear them in the background. I don't know how sensitive this microphone is, but yeah, let me know what you think in the comments. Do you think, do you think that your habits around food and exercise actually really impacts your kids that much, whether positively or negatively? Let me know. Maybe I'm wrong. And, and maybe this isn't for everyone, or maybe not everyone is impacted this way. Who knows? But yeah, 
let me know what you think, or let me know what you're doing, steps that you're taking um, to leave that stronger, more positive legacy behind. And also, again, so, and also just to remind people too, even if you don't have kids, this applies to you. This is just your friends, your coworkers, your family. Even if they don't join you on that journey, them watching you go through that journey of repairing your relationship with food and exercise and becoming your strongest self, getting that freedom with food, um, you know, it could inspire them to do the same thing or inspire them to have a deeper respect for people that do. So think about that. Anyway, that about wraps it up for today. So thanks for sticking with me. And as always, drink your water, take your meds, and um, yeah. Thanks. Bye.